This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. Hello, hello, Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show for Pretty Little Liars. My name is Kelly, and I am joined here by... Uh, by Stephanie. It's great to be here talking about Pretty Little Liars. Yes, and we are at Season 3, Episode 4, and this is called Birds of a Feather. So, um, we are actually new to this to this podcast, but we are huge Pretty Little Liars fans, but I just want to go on the record and say I am a new Pretty Little Liars fan. I got into it last season, so I'm trying to catch myself up and know everything that's going on, because I know they make references to past seasons and all of that, and the details get pretty interesting, and I know that's a big part of the show. So we're going to do our best to go through yeah, and make sure that we break it all down the right way, because I know you guys are some hardcore fans, so if you can, help us out. You know, let us know what we're missing, and you know, go to iTunes and you know, check out the podcast and let us know if there's anything that you'd like to talk about, or you can give us a call here and join in the conversation. Yeah, or you can tweet us as yes, well. Tweet. Uh, tweet yes, tweet. Yes, after Buzz TV. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say the same thing at the same time. There you go. Great minds think alike. Yes. Okay, so let's get right into this. So, the, so Jenna can see. Yes. Jenna can see. So we all know. I think there was kind of you know it was a little suspect in the past few episodes that they thought maybe she could see, and then even in the last episode. Um, I like that Arya made a reference. It's like, is it just me or is she blinder than she was before? <laughs> right, exactly. There's all these great little like clues leading into this, and you knew that this is where it was going, that she can see, and that's going to kind of reopen that 
who's A, what's going on, who's torturing us now kind of thing going. Right. So now all the girls, you know, now that they found out and they cornered Jenna in the last episode, she's claiming that she was being, you know, tortured and somebody was harassing her. She was really scared. So she was pretending to still be blind to protect herself. I don't know how much I really believe that. No, I feel like we have a lot of stories going on to protect people mm-hmm. and nothing's kind of coming out the truth at this point. Like right. I, I'm questioning everything that's going on um, right now because I feel like we have a lot of people who have their own agendas going. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Mona went nuts. So, you know, when when Kayla went to go see her, which we'll get into later. But so now the girls are focusing on trying to figure out who the black swan is. And they're all thinking that it's Melissa. You know, all of a sudden she's back to her size to wait. You know, she's the perfect fit. She's got something to hide. Yeah. You know, because they find out that she wasn't, you know, she didn't lose her baby when she thought when they all thought she did. Right. And so they go to her apartment and search out. I believe they said a fake baby bump made me laugh. Um, I was like, oh, okay, good. A fake baby bump. And are looking for clues um, to see if, in fact, she is that black swan. Absolutely. So they have no patience. And, you know, Melissa's supposed to... So Spencer sets this up where Melissa will be leaving her apartment to go meet her at what looks like kind of like a movie theater or shopping center somewhere in Philadelphia. Right. So that's where they went, right? Mm -hmm. That's where her apartment is. Yes. So they're getting anxious. So they decide to go in before they get the text from Spencer saying that, you know, the coast is clear as go inside. So they're in searching everything. and, And then all of a sudden, Melissa forgets her wallet. It comes back and almost catches them in the closet. And in such a Pretty Little Liars fashion <laughs> with the like cool camera angle outside the closet and you're like watching you're just like, oh, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Kind of on the edge of your seat. At least I was for sure. I was like, is she going to catch them? Because yes. how do you explain that? She comes so close moving the clothes and she's very, you know, she has a very type A personality. Everything's in its order. You know, she notices that Emily left one of the books out of place that she looks at it, puts it back. So she kind of has a feeling that something isn't quite right, but kind of brushes it off and she's going through the closet. Right. And, you know, it, it gets to that point where it's like so close, one more, you know, dress moved and they would have been busted. Yeah. And you, I love the look on uh, Lucy Hale Aria's <laughs> face, just like, what is going to happen? Kind of being that like viewer mm-hmm. with us, like, oh no. And it's so fun. To yeah. See. So she gets her wallet, she leaves, the girls come out and they think they hadn't found anything. And when Emily goes to hang up some clothes that have fallen, they discover the bag from the costume store. Yes. So, and then again, in a dramatic fashion, they, you know, unzip the bag to see what's <laughs> inside, and it's empty. But, <laughs> but the thing at the very bottom of the bag, you have to wait for it, those two, I believe it's two little feathers mm-hmm. at the bottom, and that's the thing that makes it all clear. Black Swan, Melissa, one in the same. Exactly. So we find out, yes, Melissa was the Black Swan. <laughs> That's right. So, and again, you know, and, you know, Spencer's shocked. She can, you know, she didn't really want to believe that her sister could, you know, be evil or do something like that. So. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she seems genuinely kind of surprised by it, even mm-hmm. though all of the people around her are not so shocked by it at all. Right. It, we've been seeing this for the last couple episodes that this is definitely kind of questioning Melissa and mm-hmm. what's going on. And, um, and then she goes and confronts her sister and that's kind of when 
her world explodes, I feel like. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so we see her go to her sister, and her sister kind of gives this interesting explanation that she was blackmailed and, like, she would never do that, but, like, she was blackmailed, so she had to put on the costume, and she didn't know who was blackmailing her, but she assumed it was Mona because Mona's now been locked away, obviously, mm-hmm. and... Um, and we, I still am not, yeah, it, I'm not sure what exactly her motivation was for being the black one. I'm not sure I totally believe the black male. I don't know if I do either because it's interesting because she says that she had to lie about the pregnancy because she just couldn't, she couldn't stand any more scrutiny from, from, you know, from the town. Because, you know, we find out that she actually lost her baby when she found Ian's body, which was a, you know, long yeah, time ago. Yeah. So did. she was really, you know, she was pretending to be pregnant for a really long time time so i you know and i don't know obviously there's something not right in her mind for her to go to those links because i mean they already knew you know about everything that you know that ian was involved in all of that and you know i guess i can kind of get how maybe she doesn't want any more attention drawn to the loss of her baby and everything was happening maybe right i mean i kind of understand like the privacy argument there Mm -hmm. like that you want to live your life and and not you know have the town be judging your every move but i don't know what would take you from I want privacy all the way to kind of 180 degrees from that to like right kind of becoming the person. Couldn't she just go to her apartment in Philadelphia like away from the town and go take care of her business? You know what I mean? Like just stay away for a little while. Go and, and just you needed to mourn. Things happen. Stay away for a while. You don't need. Yeah, you know, exactly. So I, I don't know. Surround yourself with family. I mean, obviously Spencer wants to support her. So right. like, if you feel like that's something. Yeah. Well, and I feel too that there's obviously something sketchy if her parents hired a PI to spy on her. That was the thing where you know, I was just like, wow, like, they must know something is not quite right with her. Because exactly. I can imagine, like, my own parents, like, hiring a PI, like, yeah. what, what, what would be, yeah. So, I mean, you got to be doing some sketchy stuff. So, they're, they're you know, so I'm, I don't, I'm not fully 100% buying that story. I don't know. But then we also find out that that's the reason behind Spencer's mother defending Garrett. Yes. Because he knows about the fake pregnancy and the public defender was going to enlist the PI as a defense witness. So he would have brought up the stuff about this fake pregnancy and kind of wanting to defer attention to Melissa and take it off Garrett, that there could be other people involved. And they didn't, you know, they they claim that, you know, she's innocent of the murder, but they don't want any kind of negativity going toward her to even imply that she's guilty of anything. Yeah, I mean, they're really, both her mother and Spencer, really want to protect her. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. what you're seeing. Melissa has kind of this you know, wall of protection right. that, that, you know, is going to be interesting to see in the next episodes. Kind of we'll get more into this, I'm mm-hmm. sure, in predictions, but how that plays out. Like, eventually, it's going to, you know, everyone's going to find out, I assume. I, right. That would be my guess that, like, it's all going to come Yeah, and, out. and then after she, even after she tells the story, she's like, I have to go lay down. I need to go upstairs. She seems like such a diva. <laughs> it's just... You know, it just seems like she doesn't want to talk too much because she doesn't want to trip herself up. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm... Yeah, no. I I mean, she doesn't want to make herself a web of lies. Right. Right. Because, you know, once you get started, it's hard to remember all the different ones. Yeah, exactly. And you can easily become, yeah, confused. And she doesn't seem like she she wants to keep very much like, this is my little story. Don't, Mm -hmm. don't verge away from it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, then, and now it goes back into, you know, Spencer having to protect her family because her mother tells her, you know, you can't tell anybody like it or not. This is your family. Mm -hmm. So again, we get back into a situation where the girls tend to each kind of keep certain things from each other. So I wonder if she's going to go back and actually tell everyone else, you know, kind of what happened in this whole situation, because obviously they all know she's a black swan, but they don't really know the backstory yet at this point. No, exactly. And that might be, you're absolutely right, something that she keeps from the other girls. And then you have Jason, who, mm-hmm. it, that's like its own ball of wax right yes. there. Um, yeah, so he, you know, is very upset that um, Spencer's mom is defending uh Garrett. Garrett. Uh-huh. I, I was like, wait, I knew that name. Garrett. Sorry. Um, and uh, so I'm very upset that he, she's defending Garrett. And so it's kind of interesting to see him and how he relates to Spencer um, now that this is happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we see you know, as the story kind of unfolds and we get back to Jason and Spencer, you know, Spencer is worried about Jason. That's her brother. And she, out of, you know, that family, she's the only one that that actually tries to make an effort to accept him, you know, considering the reason, you know, behind that whole situation. So she goes to him to talk to him about this reward because he's, you know, put up flyers everywhere that he wants to offer a $50,000 reward for anyone that knows the whereabouts of um, Allison's remains. So obviously this kind of freaks her out. And I think, you know, part of her is trying to kind of see if he's okay. Another part is, you know, stop it because you'll find the pictures of us. Yes. You know, A is going to show you the pictures of us at the grave. You're going to think it's me. We're going to go to prison. That's enough. Just stop. So it's like half, you know, she's half protecting herself. And I think a part of her is genuinely kind of concerned about him because that's her brother. Yeah, I completely agree with you. You kind of saw that in those final scenes Mm -hmm. where, yeah, she's kind of is really concerned about what's going to happen to him and how it all kind of plays out. Yeah. And then, you know, as it goes, you know, he's, you know, he says he can tell when people are lying and, you know, he's, and then he asks her, can you? And she's like, what does that mean? And he seems to think that her mother has an ulterior motive for defending Garrett, which we know to be true. Yeah. Um, that we find out later that actually is true. But, you know, Jason kind of suspects there's something else going on there that it's not really that she wants this man to have a fair trial. She's trying to protect somebody and he's not happy about it. It. Yeah, and he's as we said, spot on. He, yeah, he, but it's it's going to be interesting to see how long or, and how he discovers exactly what, what's gonna what's going on with Melissa and all of this because mm-hmm. I don't think he has that. I don't think he has all the puzzle pieces in front of him yet. No, but then it's interesting because he runs into Spencer. Um, as she's kind of trying to clear her head, walking down the street, he's sitting outside. They have this little chat, and he tells her that he is withdrawing the reward, that he's gotten over 200 um, over two hundred calls from them accusing everybody from Obama to her, actually. I know. Which, which I think is, a, is, is kind of, you know, a little passive-aggressive thing that he threw in there. So I'm wondering where that goes, because... Um, you know, he says, I think, you know, I, I figure it's all lies. It's too much for me to handle. I'm withdrawing the reward. But then as she leaves, he takes a call and then he's writing a $50,000 check out to cash and yeah. he's going to meet somebody. So he obviously is not withdrawing the reward, yeah. but 
you know, I think that maybe a little underhanded thing is maybe he does know that there's something, you know, that she's involved somehow. I know. I it made me like kind of cringe a little. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone else had that reaction. I was like, does he does he have more information than we we do? Right. Like, what's going on? And I was dying to know who that check was going to. I was just like, cash? No, no, it can't be cash. I know. <laughs> I don't know. And and then you know, as she's walking back, you know, down the street or toward her home or wherever she's going, she runs into the to the detective, mm-hmm. and you know, he makes a comment. How far is it to the lake house? And she's, you know, like, why? Oh, just curious. But it kind of implies, at least to me, that he was the one going to meet Jason. Yeah. So, uh, you know, because I think he's the one, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, that was kind of like a sketchy officer, in the, I mean, detective in the first place. I, like when I, Hannah had gotten into trouble and things before. I think so as well. I But... Yeah, I I had that moment too, mm-hmm. but I I just wanted to like see them in the car together, you know, or like yeah. see them together, absolutely, because it just felt like I wanted the answer. Like I'm impatient when it comes to this stuff. I'm sure other Pretty <laughs> Little Liars fans can relate. I just want the answers, and it always takes. I know, and and maybe that's too easy because I know how this show kind of goes, and they make you think one thing, and then it kind of turns around to something else. So maybe that's a little too obvious. So maybe it, you know, yeah, won't I, necessarily be them. I'm but. excited to see for sure. <laughs> I know, I am too, and um, it's just going to be like really interesting because now all of a sudden this officer is back into play, and you know. Yeah, it's just yeah, we definitely haven't seen know. that it for a no. minute, so it'll be good to have yeah. that back. Can we talk about for a second that these girls' wardrobe? I love it. Uh, I love it when they were in um, Melissa's apartment talking about how she purchased nine hundred dollar Chloe boots. Yeah, <laughs> from Saks. Um, I bet you you could find Chloe boots a little bit cheaper on Amazon.com. Ooh, I think you could too. <laughs> a little cheaper than nine hundred dollars, probably. So if you like to do a lot of online shopping and collect a bunch of amazing shoes like I do, then you can go to AfterBuzzTV.com and you can shop on Amazon direct from our site, which is amazing. It's just one extra click and you are helping us here. We get a little kickback. It doesn't cost you anything extra other than another click of your mouse and you can do all your online shopping, get past seasons of Pretty Little Liars. You can catch yourself up or just kind of indulge. Yes, exactly. And, you know, I loved Aria's like pink flower earrings. I thought they were so cute. I love Aria's wardrobe. Every time I'm just like, oh, she hits it out of the park. She's so good. It's so cute and just perfect. Yes, it's super cute. My my roommate is like a huge Pretty Little Liars fan and actually bought one of the dresses Aria wore in an episode. Oh, wow. Okay, she took it to a new (laughs) level. she did. (laughs) Yes. And I think she found it on Amazon.com. So please. Yeah. AfterBuzzTV.com. Click on our Amazon banner and help us out so we continue. To, we can continue to do these great shows. Yay. Yay! Okay, so then all this Jason and you know reward stuff and poor Ellie's body and mm-hmm. you know all of that and you know these girls are finding little bits and pieces from her coffin and they're stressed out about that. And then we have Emily. Emily's having a really hard time with losing Maya. And, you know, just not wanting to be the victim. She doesn't want people feeling sorry for her. Yeah, I mean, she's continually this strong character and Mm -hmm. holds it all together. And you're seeing that again with this Maya stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting because there's these small indications, like like in tonight's episode, Mm -hmm. that um, when Nate, who is... um, 
Maya's cousin comes to town, um, he gives her a T-shirt that is like a reminder of her first date with Maya. And you actually see on her face like she's still extremely emotional about it, but just tries to put up this like front of being okay. Yeah. And let's talk about Nate. I don't know how I feel about this character, Nate. I don't know how genuine I believe that he is. I don't know. I got a bad feeling about this. I kind of do. <laughs> I don't know. It's either he's really trying to hit on Emily. You know, maybe his stories are true. I don't really know. I just get a weird vibe from it, especially with the whole parents thing. Because when she gets the T-shirt, you know, she had told him that she had emailed Maya's parents and hadn't got a response. And he said they've been kind of out of it. It's just too hard for for them. And that was one of the reasons why he's there, that he's giving her a package that was for Emily, but was delivered to her parents' house? Yeah, it was, It that was definitely, like, a big red flag to mm-hmm. me, like, because at first I was like, oh, he's sweet, he's coming in, and it's it's okay, and right. then with every kind of passing scene with him, I got more and more, like, more of those red flags, right. and he, there's definitely something weird, like, he was like, you know, um, Maya was so lucky to have you and all mm. of these things and it's like are you hitting on your cousin's ex-girlfriend like what's going on here or are you like trying to get some secret from her because he's like I'm gonna leave town because I wanted to just spend time with Maya but uh-huh. now that she's not here I don't know if I want to be here anymore like there's something that he's trying to get I think about Maya that's at least the way I, I took it yeah I don't know and it's just so weird because Although the, the the gift was, you know, was nice and it was actually, you know, from their first date, this T-shirt. and But the note, like the note wasn't, it was typed and not handwritten and it yeah. was delivered to her parents' house. Why wouldn't it have been delivered to Emily? Yeah. Like that just seemed kind of strange. So I'm wondering, like, did that really come from Maya? Where did it come from? And how did he know what the first date was if... Like, if it didn't come from right. Maya, like, how did he have that information? Like, was he spying on them? I have so many questions. I know. <laughs> Me too. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, tell us what you think about Nate. Are you, do you trust this new character or not? You know, please go to iTunes, you know, download the Pretty Little Liars podcast, you know, rate and leave a comment. Let us know what you think about this new character, Nate, because I am really not sure if I'm digging him or not. No, I, I, I want to, I want like a guy to come in who's like, genuinely like a good guy I mean like we have I guess um, Arya and Ezra like he's a good guy to right. her but like I want someone else to come in and be like that supportive guy I don't know and I feel like every time I'm start questioning all the guys on well, the I show. Well, I know. And Emily, <laughs> Emily kind of needs that. You know, she needs that supportive person because, I mean, she has the girls, but she tends to try to, you know, as you said, she's a strong character and tends to try to keep something in. So, I mean, at first when, you know, we see this character, I thought, oh, you know, that's great. She has somebody that she can actually talk to that knew Maya in a different way that they can kind of bond. She can help, he- you know, help her heal and, yeah. you know, all of that. And then he starts doing all of this sketchy stuff. Exactly. So, mm, I don't know. But, you know, again, guys, please go to iTunes. Tell us what you think. And also, right now, Apple has a brand new um, podcast app that you can download for free. And it organizes all of your podcasts for you that you are subscribed to. Right now, it's only available for Apple products. But, you know, they are really, you know, promoting AfterBuzz on it. So it's really great. So you can go download that app for free and then subscribe to all your favorite AfterBuzz TV podcasts like Pretty Little Liars or any of the amazing shows we do here. And um, 
make sure to rate and comment and let us know what you think about the shows. Yeah, I love the new app. It's great. Yeah, I know. I need. I do it on my iPad. Download yeah. all my stuff because yeah. unfortunately, I have an Android phone. Oh, <laughs> see, yeah, I, I got the iPhone, so I've been doing it on the iPhone. But iPad's the way to go to. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with this whole Nate character. I don't know. I just you know, and then the letter that he said, you know, because he was. Emily asked for her, the parents' address. Yeah. And I, he's like, I forgot it in my car, but he can't go get it. Yeah. And then it was a little weird that he took the letter. I was like, are you going to read this letter? Like, what's happening? Yeah. He's like, I'll fill it in for you. I'm going to mail them a package tomorrow anyway. Really? Yeah. What are you mm-hmm. sending them? Like, why mm-hmm. do you? Okay. And <laughs> she's just, you know, so she just, tr- you know, trusts them and all that. So hopefully, maybe, you know. It's really, it's always interesting with her. I feel like she's very skeptical and then also very very naive and very mm-hmm. trusting. So she, she's got this weird, like, s- some people she's like, what are you doing? And then other people it's like, oh, yeah, I'll totally hand over my life to you. And you're like, wait, I don't understand. Like, so, yeah, so we'll, you know, we'll kind of see how, you know, all of this, all of this plays out with this whole scenario. But yeah, I really, you know, I hope it's genuine. And, you know, a lot of people still aren't really 100 percent, you know, sure that Maya's even dead. So, yeah, you know, that's, that's a whole interesting thing, too. What if, you know, what if he knows where Maya is or has Maya somewhere and maybe that's how he's getting all this information? That's a good, I hadn't you thought know? of that. Because we still haven't seen, you know, because even when he, they talk about the funeral, it was a private funeral, family only. You know, it was really small. It was really this. It was really that. So what if there's like a bigger kind of thing going on it's really true so you know because we haven't seen a body we haven't seen like anything other than the end of of last season when they find out that it you know was possibly her but i don't remember if there was ever like an actual identification i don't think so i feel like we we all just assumed it because that's kind of what we've been told as audience members yeah but but Knowing prettily liars, it could come back around to haunt us. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be that'll that you know that could be a really cool twist. So we'll see what yeah. happens with that. And then oh, Aria, cute little Aria, worried about her mom. Such a cute little storyline. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, because we find out in the last episode um, before the one we watched tonight that um, Aria's dad, that Meredith, had come back into the picture, right. and Meredith, you know, was the woman that. You know, Arya's dad had had an affair with, you know, back in the day. And they're now back together and, Mm -hmm. you know, dating. And so this makes Arya kind of crazy over the fact that, you know, her mom's a teacher and only sees high school students Mm -hmm. and, like, doesn't have a real personal life or seeing anyone, like, dating anyone outside Mm -hmm. of school. So she goes on a dating website and creates her a profile. And I just love the fact that she was like... Um, she's athletic, and she's this, and she's that. And a gourmet she was, chef. A gourmet chef. And everyone lies on these things. At least that's what they say in Cosmo. And I was like, that's hilarious. And so good. I was just like, this is a, such a funny storyline. And so she does end up making this profile um, with the help of Hannah and Hannah's mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and she... I think she used the screen name Hot Mama, which, I mean, wow. Well, it, it was uh, Hannah's Hannah's idea to use Hot Mama. Yeah. And I liked that she said, um, I want to find my mom a man, not a frat boy. <laughs> With that screen name, good luck to you. I know. She wanted to use, like, what, Rosewood Girl or something? Yeah. I was like, well, Rosewood, it sounds pretty. Like, it wasn't, I mean, it's not the most original thing ever, but Rosewood Girl may be a little cuter than Hot Mama. But they went with Hot Mama. 
They did. <laughs> and then, um, so she makes this profile, and Hannah's mom, I guess inadvertently, kind of says, like, oh, how are you liking the dating site to um, Aria's mother? Mm-hmm. And they end up kind of bonding over the fact that they're now two women without men, and mm-hmm. how do you, you know do all these things like by yourself and get used to being I guess single again. Mhm. And I love that the coffee shop serves wine. I know. I, where is that coffee shop? I want to go to that coffee shop. I know. I was like, just bring your laptop. I wine. know. It's good. He can have coffee or you can really have a glass of wine if you need it. Yeah. Amazing. I want that coffee shop. Yeah. But no, I thought it was really nice that you kind of see, because we hardly ever see the adult characters in the show really kind of bond with each other. It's mostly about the, you know, about the girls. So it was nice to kind of see that, that they were being friendly and kind of helping each other out. And, you know, she kind of talked, um, Arya's mom into giving it a chance, you know, and just kind of seeing how it goes and just having fun with it and not really needing to be, you know, serious or dedicated to finding a new man. Just kind of have fun. Yeah, have fun. See who, you know, wants to send you a little message on the dating site. It's cute (laughs) and fun. Yeah. And, um, you know, when she goes back, because, you know, we find out, you know, obviously Arya's mom moved out. Mm -hmm. So they're, you know, staying with their dad in the house and, you know, Arya's mom has an apartment. So she comes over to the house to pick up some stuff and, you know, goes into Aria's room and is like, hey, can we talk? And, you know, tells her, you know, I found out about this online dating profile and, you know, Aria gets a little embarrassed and, you know, and they kind of talk it out that at first she was a little upset about it, but she realizes that she just wants, you know, to help her out. Yeah. And they don't end up deleting the profile. So Aria's <laughs> no, they mom's don't. still out there. <laughs> yep, she's, you know, single and ready to mingle. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So, yeah, I. And then um, it was kind of a nice break from that more serious, intense right. storyline. I thought that was a nice balance in the show for I sure. I did too, because it's like every time you turn around, like somebody's like trying to hurt somebody or mm-hmm. murder somebody, or there's body parts and teeth and yeah. you know all kinds of things. So that was a nice little light, light storyline for the show. But I did miss seeing um, Ezra. Tonight. I know we didn't see him at all tonight. Julian Harding. <laughs> no, but he was in, you know he was really prominent in the last episode. True. So and I'm sure he'll, you know he'll be back around and we'll see definitely more of that fan favorite relationship oh absolutely i really like that too yeah you know and speaking of relationships you know we get into caleb and hannah which you know turns out to be kind of dramatic tonight you know we can tell that he's already getting kind of frustrated with this whole mona situation he doesn't understand why hannah feels the need to go and visit her after everything that she's done and he just really doesn't get it wants her to stay away from him you know stay away from that place and you know he just wants communication which hannah just is not doing and so understandable at, at mm-hmm. this point like he's seen her go through so much over the course of you know the show Mm-hmm. And um, he just wants her to be open with him about what's going on. And she, and even, I believe, Arya says to her, like, you should tell him. It's mm-hmm. fine. Like, he's going to understand. Like, I would tell Ezra, like, you need to, you know, be more open with him. And for some reason, she's so just reclusive and kind of doesn't want to share all these secrets. And I think at first she was obviously afraid for his safety. But mm-hmm. now I think it's it might be more of her own personal just, like, if he knows everything about me, like, this is... He's going to think I'm too crazy, and... Well, yeah, that he might not want to deal with all of it because yeah. it's a lot, you know, constantly looking over your shoulder and worrying about, you know, because we find out that, you know, 
A or this group of people that, you know, make up A, yes. you know, are really kind of everywhere. They know all, see all. It's like, do these people have phone taps? Like, what's going on? They know everything. And, you know, that's a lot to deal with, especially, you know, fearing for your own safety, but then everyone else around you. So I can see how she would want to kind of, you know, just trust me, just, you know, let me have this one thing and you just, you know, but then he says, you know, I feel like I'm only in half your life and I really can't deal with that. Yeah. And I thought that was one of the like most interesting lines of the mm-hmm. episode because it's so true. If you think about the course of their relationship, mm-hmm. he really is only in this portion and he continually is a guy who wants to be there and mm-hmm. wants to, you know, be in her world. And she doesn't really let him in. She goes to the girls with her problems. She never really turns to him particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's sad, though, because for her, it ends in a way that tonight's episode where they're no longer together he ends it and mm-hmm. he just says like i can't be with you anymore and yeah well but also you know and kind of like in her defense of that you know in the last episode she did kind of open up to him a little bit about it you know she said you know i still see the mona in there that i used to know not the one that tried to run me over not the one that did all of these things not True. the a mona you know, and he just doesn't want to hear it. So it's really hard. And she even says, you know, you've already made up your mind about her. I can't talk to you about this. That's so true. But I think it's also that you're just seeing him being that super protective boyfriend. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like it, that he just wants her to be safe. And that's right. his number one thing. And so understandable that oh, that's... Oh, no, absolutely. But at the same time, he won't even... He's not even listening. So it's like, whether you agree with what your significant other is doing or not, it's kind of hard to have a you know to oh, have that open communication 100%. if you're just going to be like, no, you're wrong. Stop it. I don't even... like. Yeah. Yeah. go there which is you know he's I don't think he necessarily means anything bad by it but you're right you know he does want to protect her but also to the point where he doesn't want to hear her out either so yeah. then that's kind of rough because he doesn't really get you know and and you know and it's not his fault he doesn't know like the pressure that she's under because she can't really communicate with him yeah it, but, I mean it, it just kind of it feels like he he doesn't really care about the whole situation. He just wants to keep her safe. Right. And then, but she can't tell him the whole situation. But maybe if he understood everything, yeah. it would all kind of work out better for them. And so, so it's definitely being stuck between a rock and a hard place because she really wants to. And then at this point, you know, before they get into their last fight, you know, she is ready to tell him. You know, she tells Arya, you know, my mom is out. I'm going to tell him everything tonight. I'm ready to do this. And then, you know, as she's having this conversation, she gets a text and it's A. And it shows a picture of a car wreck. And it is his mother in yes. this car wreck. And so she kind of becomes even more apprehensive to, mm-hmm. you know, admit everything to him. Um, and she, he, he says, oh, someone was trying to, like, run my mother off the road. And that's how this accident happened. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, of course, with everything going on with A, you would become more, right. more nervous. So then she's absolutely not going to tell him anything and just kind of wants to blow it off. And that, you know, is what ultimately makes him decide that he just can't take it and, you know, ends their relationship. And I was really sad to see that. I end. know. They're so cute. They are very cute. And he's, you know, he's such a nice guy. I mean, he tries, you know, he tries, but you know, you can't always be the big macho man. You know, sometimes you gotta 
Yeah, you know, I, step back a little. And I know that it's, partner, you yeah. know, it's it's hard, especially when your girlfriend's getting run over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they take it to uh, new dramatic heights. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, when Lucas is trying to set her on fire and, you yeah. know, it's not really easy to just kind of sit back and, you know, listen to the whole, trust me, I know what I'm doing kind of thing. Exactly. When, you know, your life is in danger at every turn. He wants to step in. And also now, I mean, his family, she doesn't realize this yet, but his family is, get, I mean, it's, right. it's becoming a real danger to him so it's going to be interesting to see you know does he go back to hannah for support or does he try to manage all of this on his own and kind of how it all yeah plays out you know if he you know or how how much long she can kind of you know stay away because i mean we see you know she's obviously really upset by this she didn't want things to be this way mm-hmm. but you know she'd rather keep him safe than risk you know, him or his family being hurt. And it was kind of like the same thing that happened with Spencer and Toby. Mm -hmm. You know, that whole thing that, you know, A started, you know, he got hurt. And, you know, she really had to push him away and do all of that. So we kind of see that, you know, kind of replaying itself in this instance. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see if, if, you know, she gets to come clean and they, you know, kind of work things out. But let's take a break and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about some news and gossip and get into predictions. Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. No, I got some strong opinions. And After Buzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. Holy, what a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the After Buzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. The old woolly bear. I love it. Love, love, love. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a little bit of news and gossip for us, right? I do. After Buzz yeah. TV News. Okay, so all you Pretty Little Liars fans probably know that Lucy Hale just signed a record deal, so you'll be hearing some music from her. Um, yay! Woohoo! So um, our friends at Bing um, have also been running ads with her, kind of talking about her musical inspiration and things like that. And so it's been really fun to get a taste of it. And I'm super excited for her record. But um, she talked to MTV this week and mentioned that she will be working with Sugarland on the new record. So she's going to fly to Atlanta on a week off from Pretty Little Liars and um, start working with them. And she's also working with um, some of the producers that worked with Adele on, obviously, her massive hit record. So I think it'll be a great album. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so it sounds like she's getting to work quickly on it, too. So nice. Waste no time. I wonder if she'll like bring um, the actress that plays Mona in for some backup. We heard Mona singing a little bit tonight. I know. She has a pretty good voice, too. Uh, yeah, I, I know a number of the um, people in Pretty Little Liars are uh, also sing, have a little moonlight career doing that. Love so that. maybe we'll get a duet, a Pretty Little Liars duet. How awesome yeah, would that be? We'll do that. <laughs> So, uh, all right, well, let's get right into some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so at the end of this episode, we flash to A, 
at the airport in Montecito, logging onto a computer and logging in to Mona's medical profile at the psychiatric ward where she is. And it's an administrative, you know, person that's, you know, allowing her to now have visitors again. My prediction is that person is that psychologist whose name I cannot remember right now. The female psychologist. Yes. The female psychologist was just randomly at the crash site. Like at yeah. the end of last season, just right. like popped up. I swear she's the ringleader. She has to be. You're just like, it is <laughs> it. It's so her. It is so it's, her. It's your own theory. <laughs> Pretty little liar's theory going down. <laughs> um, I don't know. See, I got a little stumped at the end of this episode. To mm-hmm. be honest, I need my Twitter followers to help me. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know. Ren, I think it's Ren, the guy who's been kind of with Hannah, and mm-hmm. and he seems like a giant question mark to me. Yeah, like, no, I agree. I, with you. He's like, I extended the visiting hours for you. I did this, I did that, and I'm wondering how much power he has, and could he be doing some medical records switching around? Yeah, he could. I don't know. I mean, I know the airport is a question mark, but... Yeah, you know, it's obviously somebody that, you know, has hacked into the records or done something, Yeah. but, you know, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm hoping that Caleb and Hannah can kind of work things out. Me too. That's what I really want to see, and I want to see more Arya and Ezra next week, mm-hmm. and you know, the girls up to there, crazy. I'm sure we'll get more of it. So. I know. So I can't wait to see what happens next week. So um, please tune in next week. There's an all-new episode of Pretty Little Liars coming back on the 10th, and we will be right here to, to break it down for you. And you can always follow us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV, and you can follow me at Kelly with an IE 079. And at Stephanie Wenger on Twitter, keeping it simple for you. Yes, and don't forget to go to iTunes, download our podcast, and rate and comment. And you can also download the new podcast app for free to organize all your favorite shows. See you guys next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.